0: The sandbox and its contents are the independent thoughts of each host. It's not our intention, but we have been known to make people see red. Don't come to the sandbox and expect not to get dirty. In fact, we hope some sticks with you. So dig in. Let's play. We are the A Scarlet, Scarlet sandbox. sandbox.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Did you share it correctly last week uh, when I was yes, here? Yes, I did, and I did. finished it correctly. Uh, okay. You can do it without me. I did all the things. You did all the things. I'm so proud of you. I heard it was a great podcast. It was, yep. except that my husband can't
0: remember. Like, it is Taylor. Did you notice that, Taylor?
1: Yes, I did.
0: What? Do you remember? No. Do you remember? <laughs> That's no. Do you remember? No. He was That's like me. that a
1: lot in the beginning, but I feel like he like.
0: But the thing is, he does. He the... is. He's just so like yeah. he's so scared.
1: I really enjoyed that. episode. And let me
0: honestly. tell you, it was like classic our first one. You know what I mean? Because Mm. as soon as we left, he's like, can I do that again? Yeah. And I was like, no, only when Danner leaves. But (laughs) I mean, and I don't know when she's going to be gone again. But, you know, he was like, as soon as he was, he sat there like this the whole time. That's okay. Like a statue. I'm just proud of him for coming. I know. I was too. But then, of course, when we leave, he's like, okay, I'm ready. Yep. I'm like, well, you forgot everything about our marriage (laughs) the entire 40 minutes. Oh, God.
1: It's great. It was.
0: Except really that he cool. remembered the time that we went to Vegas and um, spent $900 on a hotel room. Yeah. No. I know he remembers more than that, but he, he just is so scared. But it's so funny because if y'all would have heard him when we were like kind of role-playing the night before, he's so funny. He is funny. I'm like, if you would just relax. He is so funny, Taylor. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll have
1: another chance. He will. That'll be good. And then he'll
0: be ready. Yeah. All be right. Good. Big week, big week, new month. Um, new month. On May 12th. Talking about accountability. We talk a lot about accountability, so that's really not that new there. It's just a month to really practice it. So, you know, I like to talk about that like in a, you know, whether it's um You know, we'll just use my husband for an example. He wants to make some changes in his business. So it's not necessarily even about conflict, right? I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of people struggle with conflict, whether that's with a child or a spouse or, you know, a friend or acquaintance or at work, whatever it is. But sometimes the the conflict is within yourself. Right. So you got to own that and be like, hey, I know that I'm not disciplined or I know that I'm not good at working out.
1: I got to own that. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, I know at my household, like in my marriage, like if I say, if I say it, then it's over. You know what I mean? Like if I say, I'm going to do this, well, then I'm not getting out of it. Between you, Marianne, and Anthony, <laughs> I'm royally screwed. Well, I mean, first of all, you and I are just built. We're built that way. That way. But for the
0: average bear, and my husband is one of them, you know, that self-reflection is super hard. Yeah, he loves is. to make excuses and he loves to blame other people. Yeah. He really does. And when I say blame other people, I don't necessarily mean like, this person did this to me. Well, but when she said this, it made me feel like that. No. You know? Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, a lot more people struggle with that than you and I even realize because you and I are not built that way. You know? Um, So I think that's where you and I are really good at
1: helping. You and I are the people that have had a hard time hearing it. Like, but we've learned really well. Like, I'll say at the beginning of mine in your relationship, if somebody was like, hey, you know, you're impatient or you need to work on this, we would be like, it's, you know, but now we're like, oh, you're right.
0: I'll have to think about that. I'll have to try to figure out where I made that shift. Yeah. Because I think that anybody, I mean, your four year old doesn't want to be told. Right. But now I feel
1: like we're really good at it.
0: We are. But where did we make where did I make the shift? That's an interesting, I have not that thought about that. Because, I mean, the truth is, I mean, a lot of people don't make the shift. It doesn't matter when you make the shift. The point is make the shift, right. you know, of true. self-accountability. But it's interesting because I've never thought about that. And I think that there are still times that I don't want to hear it. I mean, no oh, matter how sure. much self-accountability I have, I don't like to be told I'm not perfect, right? You know? Yep. And it's not that I want to be told I'm perfect. That's not what I mean by that. But no, every single human... You Know criticism hard is hard, you know, mm-hmm. and
1: so, um, yeah, I need to, but I feel like we've really come a long way. We have come we've a heard, long we way. We hear this comment now, and we're like, all right, is this true?
0: Well, and see, that's where that's why it flagged me there because, in fact, I was having a conversation this morning about this. Where you want to talk bad about me or you don't like me, I'm more like, take a number, yeah, you know, like I have been dealing with for 20 years people not liking me or saying things about me or whatever. Um, in fact, I mean, (laughs) the last several months, it's been kind of one of those things where, um, you know, you have a person that just goes on and on and on. And so for me, how I deal with that is, okay, it only hurts. And this is kind of goes into our know your worth, right? I think this is a really, really good example for other people, like how I process it in my mind. Um, okay, so this person is saying this, this person is telling whoever, whatever, and I'm used to that. That's not, I mean, you're not special, dude. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Take a number. So, um, but how does it affect my heart? Nobody wants to hear those things. You know, whether we like, whether in return we don't like that person, nobody wants to be told they're being talked about or, you know, whatever. So now I have to process that through truth. Mm -hmm. through god what does god say what does the holy spirit say about me okay do i play a role in that so this particular person you know i've gone several times and said hey Mm
1: -hmm.
0: let's talk about this hey i don't think you have all the facts if they don't reciprocate that's on them you know but um I feel like when you know that you have not done anything or that they won't even tell you what they've done, that's really their issue. It is. It's not your issue. So knowing your worth and being able to cycle through truth and not getting lost in emotions and Mm. Facebook and -and so-and-so said, you know, all these things, you know, Pastor Rick says, and like one of my favorite things early, early on when I went to church was emotions lie, facts don't. So you've got to filter your li- your life mm-hmm. through is this even reactions? Am I being emotional? Am I being realistic? Like, is this fact? So to me, once you've gone to a person and said, hey, everything okay? You and I, what, what's going on here? And nothing manifests from that. That's
1: all negative manifests uh, from that.
0: You know? <coughs> well, it's one thing if somebody says, hey, when you said this, this hurt my feelings. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It's a great conversation. You know, now we can talk. Now there's something to work with. Or, hey, you did this. Or you took this from me. Or whatever. I felt, even an I felt. I mean, you can't control how somebody feels.
1: That's very true.
0: You know, I've had... <laughs> I'm not going to even mention any names, so we're just. I'm just going to put this out there. You know, I had a boyfriend one time. Tell me, he felt like I was cheating on him. I'm like, okay, give me some information behind that. Like, <laughs> can Did you? you am I? Is there a text? There's a call. This is years, years, years ago. Probably before text. So you you know, I wasn't out with anyone. I wasn't doing and and you know whatever his jealousy. I can't control how he feels. Right. I can only control, so once he says that, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm really sorry you feel that way, but here's what I can promise you, I can promise you that I only care about you, I'm not doing that, you know, you can control you, but you can't control how someone feels, so then when somebody says, I feel like you're a bitch, I'm just gonna roll with that, because that's nine out of ten times what happens in my case, you know, I feel like she's a bitch, well, what'd she do to you? Well, I don't know. I just, I just don't like her. Okay, well, did I say something? Did I do something? Well, so-and-so said, no, I'm, I'm asking you what I did to you. And they, 90% of my problems over 20 years, they can't even answer that question.
1: Yeah, I've witnessed it firsthand.
0: So at that point, I'm not going to own that. I know who I am. And knowing your worth so that when other people say or do – You're not responding or reacting. Game changer. Peacemaker. So now let's go with your husband or your children because that's where most people's problems are, right? I mean, thank God most of you don't have to deal with what I have to deal with um, in my public life. But your problem is that coworker, that husband, that child. You know, how many times have your kids been like, you don't love me. You love your you love my sister more. She's your favorite. And my kids say that. If my, I told my kids if they say that, that their sister is their favorite one more time, I'm going to lose it. I need you to all pop out at least two children so we can then intelligently have this conversation <laughs> <laughs> because once you understand that there is no favoritism in a mother's heart and eyes, you know, different types of relationships, whatever. But um, so when your kid comes to you and says, you made me feel this way, being able to help sort through those facts will then also help you help your kid with the kids at school. Right. She made me, she's saying this about me. Okay. Well, what's true? Are those things true? And that's where, when we help our kids process that same thing, then they turn into adults who don't care, behave, act like
1: what we've been witnessing. I think like most, most of the time people get, the most mad when things aren't true like when people are saying things about you that aren't true now you're at a hundred because it isn't true and that goes back to what you're saying is being okay with that as long as you know the truth which is that that's hard it is
0: hard and you and I are true seekers Um, you know and I think that that's one thing I've learned over the last year and a half You know, we talked a little bit about turn the other cheek and how many times do you turn the and, and listen, different situations call for different reactions. right? And then there's sometimes
1: you have to stand and deal. <clears throat> well, they use that turn the other cheek as if that's the only thing Jesus ever did. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. That's just one way he approached it at that point. You know what I mean? He does say turn it, but then keep reading. You know, Mm
0: -hmm. well, and you know, really, that's why I'm saying processing it through truth. Mm -hmm. What does God say about you? What does the Holy Spirit say? And and sometimes it's not even what they say about you. It's you know, we've talked about like when the Holy Spirit tells you to move or when He tells you to sit down and be quiet. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't really get that memo for many many years. It's like no, Holy Spirit, you just. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and be quiet. You sit there and be quiet. <laughs> Watch this, you know, which usually did not end well. Um, and there are still times that I fight without asking and processing first. And the consequence of that is usually big, you know, where when I stop, pause, pray, and I have more sound judgment, I'll outsmart you every time because then it becomes a
1: god thing and not a yeah, human it's not a flesh thing you know and biggest that's the biggest win and it took a long time to get that
0: long time a lot of self-discipline a lot of accountability you know and that's what i feel like when people are asking us things or talking to us about things whether it's on your bible chit chat or just through private messenger or all the things that we talk about with other people they all everybody wants that they Everybody do. wants that inner peace and they want to know how to because I you know, and I've said this early on in our podcast, like I am so tired of like the stigma of drama. We all have it. If you have kids, a husband, an ex-husband, a job, money, whatever you money you have drama. Or you don't have money. You got drama. <laughs> you got drama then too. <laughs> Stop acting like nobody has drama. There are people who have more than others. And we talked about Sometimes you create it, sometimes it just comes to you. But then just stand and deal. Life is complicated and it's got conflict. So how you stand and deal with it is really the issue, not whether or not you have it to stand and deal. We all do. And you and it comes and goes. You might have years of rocking along, everything's going good, and then boom, somebody gets cancer. Somebody loses a child. Somebody your husband decides he doesn't love you anymore. Whatever the problem
1: is, it, I mean, rain happens. That should be a comfort to people that, like, it, it, it rains on everyone. Everyone. Like, you're not the only one. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who do that victim mentality, though. Like, uh, I'm the only person who's ever had this ever. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, man, you're sweet, but back up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like-
0: Millions and mi- billions of people in the world. Mm-hmm. And, it should be a and that's why it's awesome like podcasts like this where you have a community where you have people like you and I that are willing to put it on the table, the good, bad, the ugly. You're not alone. But you still have to stand up and be a big girl.
1: Put your big girl panties on. Your self-worth is developed on how you view situations, the end. If I'm constantly looking at the situation like, poor me, this is terrible, awful, awful, awful. My self-worth turns into how I think day by day. It's not something that you just say, okay, on Monday I'm going to have 100% self-worth. My self-worth is going to be great. This is not a diet that you start on Monday. This is how you view right now. I think that that's like (coughs) one of the things that people don't get. How do I develop self-worth? How do I get self-worth? How do I feel good about me? Well, start now.
0: Well, and look,
1: even the strongest of people, which I consider myself pretty
0: strong, I have weak moments. I'm pretty sure that we're both in those right now yeah <laughs> right this very second <laughs> so there are times that you know you're going to get down and where does your strength come from right it's bigger that, bigger way bigger way bigger than that girl or that boy or that husband I mean and you know our husbands and our children are just like our rocks and that's the meat of everything and but even they cannot sustain your self-worth
1: they can't it's it, unfair it is so unfair that. And you've got to stop putting that on them. Once you do, though, it's, so, it's such a game changer. Again, oh, my gosh. They'll give you everything you ever wanted if you just take that burden off of them.
0: You know? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Women, hear us about your husband. Stop putting all that weight on them because, you know, it's the same thing. The more you criticize, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong, you just— Beat them down to where they do nothing. But what does it look like if every day you're going, man, I love you so much. You're really, you know, filling my gas tank. And, man, I'm so proud of you.
1: Watch them light up. And we know this, right? But then we don't practice it. Well, also practicing filling up <laughs> your own gas tank and being proud of you for doing that. And then it spills over. Mm-hmm. Like, people love happy. They are drawn to happy. Like,
0: And this is where post-it notes really help because <clears throat> just like we've talked about, you know, working out, what is it, how many days, 14 days to create a habit? But how do you create habits? Well, You got to get up and go to the gym every day. You got to get up and see that post-it note every day. And I just think the post-it note is one of those things that helps because it, um, it it's a visual, mm. you know, it's a tangible item that you don't have to remember. It's just there. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So helpful. Write them down. So whatever you're, you know, when you're going back, when a lot of people ask me this all the time, you know, my husband will say, God, you just, you don't really worry about anything. Like you never worry about money. You never worry about the kids. And I do care about these things. And I do, I'm not going to even say I don't worry. I do. But, you know, once you learn to process everything you do through truth, and let me tell you, I'm one of the most passionate, emotional people. I can yes. go from a zero to a hundred in about three seconds emotionally. You know, like yeah, fly off the handle. So this is something I really, even to this day, have to work very diligently on. Okay. Let's back this train up. What is? It, what are the real facts of this situation? Is it worth addressing? Is it oh, that is one thing that my mother's advice when I was young that I still use with my... Is this going to matter in five minutes? Is right. this going to matter in five days? Is this going to matter in five years? Mm-hmm. Like, when you start processing first through truth, how long, you know, wh- what's my role? Is this worthy of my time and addressing? And by addressing? the time you go
1: through all of that, your emotions, like, come down as you go. Like, the more you think, the less you feel. I hate to, you know, put it that way, but if you can just I hate to say it, but distract yourself with thoughts like that. You'll, you'll come around. Mm-hmm. I've watched it with you, and you've watched it with me. I'm like, here we go. You're like, hey, God, 10 questions, and then go. I'll support you in whatever you do. I love that. Mm-hmm. You always say that. Well, listen, I'm going to support you whatever you do. <laughs> but <laughs> let's talk about this. But have you thought about this? I'm like, well, no, of course not. <clears throat> well, that goes back to my that
0: bitch moment.
1: Everybody needs a five-minute, I can't believe
0: for her, you know, and you need that friend. But you need that friend that in five minutes to be like, okay, are you done? Let's process this to a truth.
1: I always look at you and I'm like, so what are you going to do? Because that's where I'm interested in hearing. That's that accountability too, you know, That that's it. It doesn't have to be like you said you were going to work out 20 days straight. It's not that. It's like, okay, so I've heard your situation. and What are you going to do about it? And then it's like, light bulb, hang on, let's, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I think too, when you ask, so, you know, even with your husband or with your children and you say, okay, child, you've gone, especially teenagers, you've gone to school, so and so's being mean to you, she, you know, cause that's what's so sad, so sad about our society is let's take these 13 year old girls, 16 year old girls, it doesn't even matter what mom and dad sa- say, it doesn't even matter how you raised them their whole life. They get to high school, and it's all of a sudden they like,
1: mm-hmm. I have a stepdaughter, they who's forgot in everything it right now. that you ever told them. That's why I love being a stepmom to a 17 year old. I'm the cool one. I'm gonna go ahead and stick to it. Well, I was not the cool one, I'm the cool one. I mean, she thinks I am now, but <laughs> I don't know what the things,
0: <laughs> but whoa, but I was. I don't know. I had to be more of the mom, I think. But, you know, I feel like our kids go. So all this is is teenagers turning into then adults. Yeah. So when they don't know their worth as teenagers and they're not taught their worth as teenagers, that's what they turn into adults. And the cycle continues. Mm -hmm. And that's what most of us get affected by all the time is those mean girl, you know. Bullies don't just happen in, at 10. They happen at 16. They happen at 40. It just happens because it's about people's self-worth and accountability. Looking inward. Quit pointing the finger. And that was a big one this week. Yeah. You know, um, I have to be honest. like It is really sad and disheartening to see how many people throw around the word Christianity. Like
1: it is not Im-, I'm on I'm I'm honestly embarrassed. I know. Like Jesus isn't a dog on a leash that you can just sick on people.
0: It's it's so when we talk about these people that are turned off. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. What they're so turned off. They're turned off because nobody wants to be browbeaten. Yeah. Nobody. Like it's horrifying
1: it really is it's really disheartening
0: but you know you and i both it's a great example i've been told you know well because you know we are so proud of our faith and we are so proud of our walk but the minute we say one thing somebody she's not a christian did you hear what she said i'm like i know him <laughs> i'm thinking to myself thank god i'm forgiven because five i mean We're going to sin every day for the rest of our lives. It doesn't, that's not a gauge for whether or not I'm a Christian. I know. I mean, let's break this down. Christian means I believe in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's all that means. It doesn't mean I'm not going to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or have to self reflect.
1: That's so true.
0: Jesus Louisa.
1: Well, what I love about you is that you don't beat yourself up terribly. Like I can't, I'm not very good with people who do that. And I'll I'll admit it. Like, if you just stuck in a rut because you did whatever. Like, I guess because I'm so, like, focused on the redeemed part and the cool story that you get to tell when you get past this part. You know what I mean? I feel like I've been, we've been seeing that a lot. How do I do this because I've done this and he'll never forgive me? You know, like, I want you to get to this part of the story. Yeah. Well, I think we, and I've said this, before
0: for me forgiveness of yourself is the most important part when when you learn to forgive yourself it's easier to forgive others yeah so really at the end of the day this is gonna be like news breaking are you ready I'm ready these people that point fingers at everybody else it's really because they can't look inward it is 1,000%. If you are worried about yourself, then you're not worried about others. When you're worried about others, it's because you won't worry about yourself. Because whatever demons you have inside are too big for you to face. So you want to make everybody else at look, your
1: level. Look elsewhere too. Like make everybody else look somewhere else. Yes. You know.
0: Because healthy people don't do that. They don't do that. No, we
1: geek out about like, oh my gosh, let's work on us.
0: Yes. And (laughs) so, you know, I feel like when you say, oh, you know, you're really good at not beating yourself up. Yeah. Cause I'm, I refuse to let anything that my past or a past decision or something I did three days ago Mm -hmm. that doesn't define me. I'm growing because I do know my relationship with the Lord. It is an intimate relationship between he and I, that he says what I'm worth. I'm not asking permission. Oh, my gosh. If I ask permission from anybody else of who I am or what I'm worth, you might as well just throw me in the garbage 20 years ago. (laughs) Ask any of my other husbands. They were (laughs) done with me years ago. I can't put that on anybody else. And I may not be right for other people. And that's okay. And we want everybody to like us. I don't understand that.
1: Like, I think everybody would love everybody for them to like You them, go to the buffet and there work. are
0: foods you don't like. Just it's don't, okay. Just don't eat them. Exactly. You don't got to tell them how bad they are. Exactly. <laughs> you got to throw them in the trash. Somebody else <laughs> might like them. But I'm not eating octopus. Like it's not happening. I don't like it. But there are a lot of people who. It's a delicacy. It I is a delicacy. Somebody else. So not knowing,
1: you know. But I think that that goes back to what's your purpose? A lot of people don't know their purpose, and I was one of them until Raven died. I was like, I don't have a testimony. You know that word is like so thrown around. What's your story? I was like, I don't have one. See, I never thought like that. I did. I don't.
0: I'm more like legacy. Yeah. What? How am I gonna leave my mark? Yeah. And we. And that's the other thing, like social media. Is one of those things like you think that if you didn't become a TikTok star or you didn't develop the Tesla. Oh, snap, Taylor. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) You don't have a legacy. You know what I mean? But if you know the story and you read the Bible and you understand what God says, the whole purpose of the earth is just to raise up and bring people to Christ. Well, did you do that? Did you do that for your kids? Did you do that for your husband? Because that's really all that God's looking for is inside your four walls. I mean, like, mind blown. Yeah. He's a lot more simple than you think. So much more simple. So you don't have to become a, and in fact, typically, the more famous you get, do you know what I mean? It distracts you. It's, yeah. But that's what, I mean, even my own daughter, I'm telling her all the time, like, all this TikTok, and da-da-da-da-da, and I'm
1: like, Millions of dollars, that's our only goal. Yeah, save yourself because the comments in your viral TikTok will destroy you if you're not ready.
0: Social media will destroy you. Destroy you. you. But you know what? Okay, so let's take the years of Facebook, no Facebook, no Instagram. Yeah. You know, when it was just your family table and your aunt doesn't like you. It was three-way calling back
1: then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i forgot about three-way calling that's what it was before that somebody man. was
0: on the other end of Can't the line being quiet but take that out take like i'm talking about all technology
1: mm.
0: you know i mean these problems existed back then yeah it did. they're just manifesting so if the problem existed back then and it's not going to get any better now what are we going to do about it
1: i don't you gotta work i mean that's just hard work <laughs> these days
0: but you're going to be disappointed If you hand that responsibility to anyone else. Oh, for sure. Because every human on the face of the earth is going to fail you. Your kid, your husband,
1: your mom. You fail yourself. So, I mean, how Mm -hmm. are you supposed to not fail somebody else? The one person that you would want to not fail is yourself. But it
0: blows my mind because I feel like we sit here and we sound like a broken record talking about it. But... We don't do it. So how today can you go out and say, what is my responsibility in X, Y, Z? Like whatever problem you're facing. So is that financial? Is that with your marriage? Is that with your parenting? Is that with another, you know, uh, acquaintance, a friend, a mother-in-law? What is the conflict?
1: What are you going to do about it? What's your worth in that conflict? too, because I think a lot of people will be like, well, I'll just, you know, be nice to her even though I don't want to. Well, that's sacrificing yourself and that self-sacrificial thing all the time. You're not going to get self-worth out of that either. Like, like I said, it's how you deal with each situation is how your self-worth is built.
0: Well, and sometimes it's just okay to say, hey, let's you and I sit down. Let's talk about this conflict. What are the facts here? You know what? Did I say that? That is exactly what I meant. And this is why, you know, it's okay for you to. I need to f- think of an example of this.
1: Um, and if they don't want to sit down and talk to you, that has nothing to do with your self worth. Uh huh. If they just say, no, I don't want to do that, that has 100% to do with them and not you. Like, so remember that too. Because a lot of people don't want to self reflect, and especially with you, you know, like anybody. In it's hard to be vulnerable. It's really hard. So now not only are you being vulnerable
0: to yourself, you're asking somebody else to be vulnerable with you. People don't like to be wrong. They,
1: they don't. And they don't, I mean, can't. I don't like to be wrong either. But, so, you know,
0: no, like, yeah, but but at the same time, like, you want to talk about another inner piece? is like just saying, did oh I gosh. say that? I'm so sorry. I'm so
1: sorry. It's such a mind free. Like,
0: dude, the five letter word is like, I don't get it.
1: I don't either, but it's the greatest. It is the greatest. Who can you say you're sorry to today? That's a great... That's great. That's good stuff right there. Because,
0: you know, I'll tell you, Tegan and I actually had a super... I've told y'all, my oldest daughter and I have not been eye to eye the last year or so. When I say that, um, she and I operate very... It's really weird because my three girls... My middle is the most like me. My baby is a lot like me. And then my oldest is the polar opposite of me. Mm-hmm. So same thing, right? You know, I we struggle communicating on some things. She's actually super brilliant and she's super mature and wise beyond her years. But our method is different. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do conflict. I'm very head on. So then she shies away and I'm like... We need to talk about this, you know, and so a lot more like that. Right. And that's what your 20 year olds, you, they forget that, like, you're still the parent and they're they want to be find themselves and you're trying to let go and let them be themselves. But you're still the parent because they still make, you know, so mm-hmm. there's there's just conflict there. And we were sitting down talking and I had said something um, about her eyes that they look like somebody else's and it hurt her feelings. And I was like, whoa, I was just saying your eyes look like this person's shape. Like, it wasn't good or bad. Do you know what I mean? It was just a observation. Mm -hmm. And she took that personal. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, whoa. I said, well, I am so sorry. Even though I don't feel like that was not my intention. Right. But my kid is worth more and her feelings are worth more to me. To say, look, I am sorry if I hurt your feelings. I will make note of that and make sure that I don't compare. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to be compared, you know, and woo, stuff like that doesn't affect me. Right. You know, so being able to identify and say, hey, I'm sorry for something so small. is just something that you don't even. I would have never in a million years guessed that. Right. You see what I mean? So sometimes it's just acknowledging and validating somebody somebody else's feelings. Like, hey, mother-in-law, I realize that you're very upset that I said this or did this. Mm -hmm. That was not my intention, but I am sorry if I made you feel like that
1: way. All of a sudden, now your mother-in-law goes, she does care about me. Yeah, and when they talk bad about you and they say, well, what'd she say? Well, she said she was sorry. (laughs) Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. You know, make it to where when they talk back or whatever behind your back, that what you said is what you... Come on now. Yeah, I mean, you can say what you want about me, but
0: I'm going to tell you two things that people cannot say. I will sit down... You will. Face to face with anybody. Yeah, you will. So if there is a conflict, I'm going to tell you right now, nine out of ten times. Actually, I'm going to say almost ten out of ten I'm gonna times. I'm going to say ten out of... At least with my relationship history with you. You call me on the phone, I will answer. That is very true. You want to sit down and talk to me? I will talk. And I really, if there is one thing I could bottle up and give to somebody else, it's the confidence to have the tough talk. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you have to agree. Doesn't mean that you don't walk away going, I still don't like her. Right. Have the talk. Nine out of ten times, conflict can be resolved with a conversation. That's so true. Oh my gosh, I had no idea you felt that way oh my gosh, I said that? I had no, I, I don't remember that at all. That, I don't remember saying that, and I, so that wouldn't have come from a place of hurt or anger, but if I did, I'm sorry. How mm-hmm. could I make that right?
1: Yeah. The, I mean... what they say the greatest way to get rid of your enemies is to make them your friends. <coughs> and that's what happens But I feel like your naturally. worth comes from, hey, I did the right thing. Oh, for sure. Hey, I had the tough talk. I said I was sorry. Even if they don't like you walking away from it, you're like, hey, man, I did it. I'm proud of me. That's where that self-worth comes from. Thousand percent. But your self-worth gets eaten
0: away every time you don't do what you say you're going to do. Tell the truth. Place blame. Because here's the deal. That little Holy Spirit is inside you and he knows. (laughs) He knows when you lied and he knows when you didn't do your part. And he knows when you're being prideful. He knows. So every time you don't do the right thing, eat, 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 eat the elephant. And you're Mm. the elephant, just in case you didn't.
1: Did you call me an elephant? (laughs) (laughs) And I will again. (laughs) Did you bring my shirt? I'm going to go home right now. Tanner owes me a shirt. Follow me home. I I don't even know where God put it, actually. I didn't see it today. So I'm going to call her a lot of other things if I don't get my shirt soon. You're going to have to come over and get it because literally, look at me.
0: <laughs> I'll Stay drive them right after this.
1: Just tell me when I getting in my car so I know where I'm going and why.
0: Okay, so let's take that even a step further. You don't pay the bill that you're supposed to pay. You said something to your kid you shouldn't have. You ignored your husband when he needed you. Or you didn't give him your best.
1: Does that not eat at your self-worth there's a fine line about self-sabotage and then like being real being like oh my gosh self-sabotage is a whole nother that is podcast it is it's It's a a problem. problem that's a problem big problem it's okay to be like man i did wrong and i feel bad about it that's natural that's what you're supposed to do and then you say hey man i feel bad about it i did it i'm sorry it's amazing Sorry, I'm checking my phone because
0: my kid, my youngest, took a Claritin last night, a 24-hour Claritin, yeah. at like, I don't know, 6.30. Mm-hmm. Got up in the middle of the night, took a Benadryl. Oh, okay. We had to have a very big talk today about, one, she's 16, you do not take medicine without talking to me. Even if it's over the counter, it's still dangerous. She's looking at me like, she's asthmatic. So she can have reactions that the average person can't. And then she's going to go to school. I said, Are you going to sleep through school today? Like, I was genuinely worried. I was like Googling the interaction between Claritin and Benadryl. You're not supposed to, I mean, they're both antihistamine. So, not supposed to do that. So, I was like, I'll leave my phone on in case you pass out walking from class to class. Oh, my gosh, that kid, you know, I feel like I've raised them to be so independent. And so she's
1: independent. But that let me tell one, you, so independent that that little one is the most independent.
0: I'm like, you're still not an adult, sister. You need to she's ask me about what you're putting into your body. <laughs> it's so far from my other girls had to ask me for a fruit roll-up. That's, OK, that's yep. the level of parenting. Okay, <laughs> They had to ask me for that because I would control like how much sugar mm-hmm. I wanted to teach them good habits. This kid, she had to have a root canal yesterday because she keeps candy in her nightstand. I'm like, what, what? are you the, are you did did you come from the same womb? I'm so confused. So
1: she did. She looks just like you to me,
0: um, especially now. You haven't seen her since I uh, gave her highlights. I haven't. She looks just like me now. Yeah, I know. I've said that her whole life. Well, it looked like she had a wig on when we were done. Like, Who are you? I don't even recognize you. <laughs> That's awesome. So where where are we at? We got about 10 minutes. Where are we at? Left. Um, Taylor is going to work on getting our comments up on the screen if you're watching live right now. Um, So next week, we're pretty excited because we'll be able to like talk back. I think it will help us
1: with our interaction. Yeah, because if somebody says, I have a problem with. Yeah, we can give you because right
0: now we're shooting from the hip of like our own problems or things we've gone through. But I would love to address more specific. Yeah, that'd be fun. What are you dealing with today? And in the meantime, put it in the comments. You know that all week long I try to respond back and give you the best advice I can. Some of you feel more comfortable private messaging us. Still totally fine. Um, But just know that our private messages, I mean, I do a pretty good job and I feel like you do too. But They grow all the time. I mean, I almost need to hire
1: someone. That's what I was going with.
0: Because between that and then the lashes and everything else I've got going on, like it's getting. Yep. I have a feeling that's where it's
1: kind of going to come from. And I can only
0: explain to my family enough times that I've launched something and it will get better, except it's not getting better. (laughs) Until you launch something else. (laughs) Yeah um so I don't want to discourage that but you know just do keep in mind that
1: we are we do have families and we would like to know what you do struggle with with self-worth because you got to kind of power I hate to say it but we're powerhouse like that we don't some people struggle yeah and then it, it's hard for no, me. More, a lot of people struggle a, yeah a lot of people struggle. And, that, and like this is what we're going to be talking is. about all month long. So yeah. what are we struggling with when it comes to self-worth or accountability or anything under that well, umbrella? And, you
0: know, I'm married to that. That That's my husband. And it's so funny because um, he he cares so much what other people think. I have the complete and opposite. I am the opposite of that. <laughs> Well, but I think you're more, believe it or not, you care more about what people think I than do. Anthony. Right. My husband is a No, tank. I know. So you two are the opposite of Dustin yes, and I. for sure. But you have the ability to overcome in your thoughts. Yeah, but I've worked on it. Right. And look, even me, who I think I just developed this somewhere earlier because I think that I was still the same way. Like, I think we're all equipped out of the womb carrying. Oh, yeah what other people think, right? I mean, we, we want to be accepted. We want to be validated. We want, yes, we want to be liked. Um, but what does that look like? But when you're not, because there's going to be, and look, there's also something to be said for, there are chiefs and there are Indians. Mm -hmm. So, um, where does that fit into your lifestyle? You know, for my husband, for example, his ability or his need to be liked and, make everyone happy and keep everything, you know, cause he doesn't do conflict. There's something good about that too. Because if you're like me who blows everything up, the minute things get crossed, because I'm so hit things head on, sometimes I initiate conflict faster than I even anticipate or want to, you know, these are not bad qualities. No, not it's really. finding a boundary that right. you're, that you're, you know, conflict avoidance
1: is okay. Being a doormat, Right. Is not. And, it, and you have to be able to judge in this situation, am I the chief or am I the Indian? hmm Because you can be both. You can be both. So and there are times in your life you will need to be both. Both. It's just, again, each situation. Having your headspace at every situation. Well, and that's filtering and through truth. Right. Versus emotion. And
0: pride. Pride is the big one. Oh.
1: Struggled with that. That's another podcast too. That's another one too. Oh my gosh.
0: And every single person struggles with pride. Yeah. It's true. Like, I don't know. I wish Mother Teresa was like, could Mm -hmm. sit here right now so I could even ask her what, how she dealt with pride, because she would be a good example of like the most humble, humble of humble, loving people. But you know, there had to be Mm -hmm. pride somewhere. So, how does that person deal with that? I would love to find. Somebody like that. I don't even know anybody. I don't either. If that doesn't tell you how rare those birds are. Who in your life is a Mother Teresa that you can talk to about pride? Because I feel like they would have a lot of words of wisdom. Because pride is like the root root. of all evil. (laughs) I'm serious. I I get it, man. It's just, yeah. That's Mm. the rough one. That's a rough one. And the center of your self-worth, you know, because truly when you overcome pride, again, it goes back to saying, hey, I, I shouldn't have done
1: that. I could have done better. What can I learn? Pride is good until it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you need it. You need it.
0: Uh-huh. Well, yeah, for it's sure. Okay, because pride is, you know, your husband says he doesn't love you anymore. And you say, I'm really sorry to hear that. And that breaks my heart. And I'm going to mourn the loss of you. But right. deuces. That's where it's at. You know, so you need to have some pride in yourself.
1: It's just when you get into that ego, it's different. Ego. That's, that's the word. When pride turns to ego, that'll be another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and let
0: me tell you, I've had some, I mean, I still have some ego. I mean, we all do. We all do. But that's uh, maybe that's one of those post-it notes you need to uh, write down pride, and then not circle ego. it and <laughs> then put the uh, X through it and say, okay, how can I let go of my ego? Yeah. Today. And sometimes we need to let go of our ego even when we're right. Oh,
1: for sure. To resolve a conflict with someone we care about. But if you have self-worth, then you know that that's what you're doing. Yeah. It doesn't change you or how you feel about yourself. Yes.
0: I like it. God, we got so much good stuff. Welcome to it all. So let us know what you're struggling with. Chat about it
1: in the comments. Shout about it. Tear down your walls. Build your dreams. Oh, you got it. Woo-hoo. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.